Tyra LLC versus a trust? Well, this podcast is going to talk about different ways or the differences between using an LLC or a trust that will be wholly owned by your self-directed IRA to make an investment like real estate. So buckle up because finally you're going to understand the differences between an LLC and a trust and why you may or may not want to use them for an IRA investment. So welcome to another episode of AdBits. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial, and I got an action-packed episode for you today. So the LLC is certainly the most popular vehicle for self-directed IRA investors to make investments like real estate. Why? Well, number one, limited liability protection, right? An LLC, think of it as essentially a shield that protects your assets outside of the LLC from creditor attack. So it's obviously very, very popular for starting a business and also for real estate investors that want added protection against creditors. So using an LLC certainly makes a lot of sense for real estate and for a lot of other types of investments, uh, i.e. for privacy, for purposes of speed, because you serve as the manager of the LLC, the IRA is the owner, you as the manager have what's called checkbook control, giving you the ability to make investment decisions and actually execute investments pretty quickly and with minimal fees because you can send a wire or just write a check from the bank account. So LLCs are, again, probably the most popular way to use a special purpose vehicle for an IRA investor to make investments. However, what about a trust, right? Trusts are also passed through. There's no limited liability protection for trust, but there's no state filing requirements. So that got people thinking, and probably I was one of the first IRA companies back in, oh, I'd say 11 years ago, maybe 10, 11 years ago, I started allowing for a small period of time. And I'll explain why in a moment, why I started allowing clients to use a trust instead of an LLC. So essentially when it comes to a trust, you need three parties to a legal trust. You need a grantor, just the person that creates the trust, the trustee, person that's responsible for the trust, and then the beneficiary who gets all the rewards of the trust, right? The income and gains. So in the case of a self-directed IRA trust, you'd have the IRA would be the grantor, the IRA would be the beneficiary, and then the trustee would be the IRA owner. So started doing that. And before doing that, obviously, I spoke to a number of my tax colleagues, spoke to a bunch of accountants. And then primary reason people wanted to set up trusts, well, the two reasons, number one is cost, right? You don't need to file a trust. Well, you cannot file a trust with the state. When you form a trust, it's just a piece of paper, right? You need three parties, a grantor, a trustee, and a beneficiary. They could technically all be the same person, although there are some states that may not recognize that, but most states will recognize a trust that has a grantor and beneficiary is the same party. Um, so number one, people want to save money. Number two is people thought it would add more privacy because you can't search on a state database who created a trust. So if you created a trust and called it XYZ real estate trust, it'd be very difficult to find out who actually was the beneficiary of it because there's no state file. So people liked it for those reasons. Um, but mostly it was cost, right? States like California have a minimum franchise fee of $800 for entities like LLCs, although 
potentially also for trusts. Um, and then there's states that have annual filing requirements anywhere from you know 50 to two, 300 bucks a year. People just want to save money, right? Can't blame who doesn't want to save money. So typical assets and trust, you have real estate, uh, investments, life insurance, collectibles, business interests, that type of stuff. But for the self-directed IRA world, it was mostly real estate. People that wanted to set up trust were mostly real estate investors. Now, trust can be revocable or irrevocable. Clearly revocable, you can you know, terminate the trust at any point. Irrevocable, you can't. Revocable trusts are generally taxed to the grantor, the beneficiary, irrevocable, uh, have different tax treatment. So most, if not all self-directed IRA trusts are revocable. So now let's talk about the different types of trusts in the sense that an IRA generally would be a grantor trust. Okay, a grantor trust is essentially a trust where the grantor is the party contributing the assets. In almost all cases in the self-directed IRA world, you're gonna have a grantor trust, okay? So generally a grantor trust that's revocable. So what are the advantages? Again, quick, you can set it up, it's private and you don't have to file any paperwork with the state and it's cheap. Now let's talk about tax treatment. From a federal, and I'll start with federal and then go back down to state because from a federal tax standpoint, the grantor trusts operate a lot like LLCs. They're pass-through entities. The um, tax treatment, there's generally no federal tax return. There's a form 1041, but you have options to kind of get around filing it. You still have some requirements, but you generally don't have to file a 1041 um, because you have certain options where you can kind of do like 1099 filings or basically just provide information to like the brokerage firms, whoever requires it, on the information re relating to the grantor. So from a federal tax standpoint, you're, you're probably thinking, oh, sounds pretty good. Sounds almost as good as the LLC, except no limit liability protection, but save money, costs, I have no federal tax filings really like a single member of LLC, sounds pretty good. Agreed. The problem is state taxation, okay? This is where it gets complicated and this is where a lot of people run into trouble. There are certain states like Florida that do not tax, do not have state income tax, right? South Dakota, Florida, do not. There are states that do. Guess what the two biggies are? California and New York. And for California, the primary group of self-directed IRA investors that want to set up a trust are generally in California. Why? Because they don't want to pay the minimum franchise fee of $800 for a single member LLC that essentially has no activity. It's $800 minimum, that franchise fee can go up in value depending on the you know, assets, revenues of the LLC. So number one, that's the first question as well. I don't want to pay it. I'll just set up an LLC in a different state. Eh, doesn't really work because California is super aggressive. If you are a manager of the LLC and a resident of California, technically they will deem the LLC to have nexus to the state. Um, if you have property in the state and you set up a foreign LLC, like in Delaware or Wyoming, doesn't matter. California will, will tax the LLC. So people move to the trust. The problem is California has similar rules for trusts. Okay. So you can't just form a trust, have real estate in California and think you're not paying any state tax. You're going to. Okay. Um, they look at the trustee. So the trustee is generally a California resident. Um, you're in trouble. The problem is some states don't look at the trustees. Some states look at the grantor. So this is a good example of why I stay away and try to persuade IRA clients to stay away from setting up a trust versus an LLC. Um, so think about this. 
Here's the example. Um, if you look at um, certain states, they're again going to look at the grantor versus the trustee in terms of the taxation of the trust. Um, and it gets confusing because then you have to start figuring out where you are. Okay. So every state has different trust rules, taxation principles, whereas the state rules surrounding LLCs are far more uniform and consistent. Okay. And that's the main reason where why I suggest using a LLC over a trust. Um, and there are particular examples. Um, like, for example, if a trust is a resident trust and it's subject to tax in New York on all of its income, however, if it's a non resident trust, only its New York source income is subject to tax, right? So it gets confusing, trust me. LLCs are a lot simpler. Yes, I know if you are dealing with California, you don't want to pay franchise fees. I got you. But the problem is you're not going to save taxes doing the trust because you're still going to owe California state tax if the trustee is a California resident or if the trust has real estate in California. So it's not, it's not just California and New York. There's states, most states have some state tax rules and unfortunately different state tax principles, whether they tax the trustee on the trustee's residence or they look at the grantor and it can get super confusing if you have, say you have a Wyoming trust or an Illinois trust and you do business in Missouri, you start having different state tax principles you got to deal with. Trust me, you don't want to deal with it. It's a real pain. Okay. And so I'll give you an example. A trust is subject to tax in California. If the fiduciary beneficiary is a resident, regardless of the residence of the settler, the grantor, you owe California state tax on the trust. So people think, well, the IRA is not a resident of California. I'm good. I'm going to set up the trust in California. I'll save the $800 in a franchise fee. Yeah, I do live in California, but who cares? They'll never know. I own real, I own real estate in the state. They'll never know. Wrong. They will find out and you're going to owe the franchise fee and you're going to owe state taxes uh, as well. So please, please, please be cautious. Yeah, I know sometimes it's not pleasant to pay the LLC fee, um, but number one, you get limited liability protection. Number two, from a state tax standpoint, it's much more straightforward and consistent and obviously, from a federal tax standpoint, there's no tax return on a single member LLC. Um, so that's my suggestion. Um, if you don't want to set up an LLC, don't. You can just do a regular self-directed IRA. But the trust, I'd be cautious. If you want to do like a Florida trust or a trust in a state with no taxation, and you're only going to have activity in that state, that's fine. That's doable. I, I would be okay with that. But California, New York states that have state taxation it gets messy. And really California is the, the state with the highest annual franchise state tax issues with LLCs. And you're not gonna save any money by doing a trust because you're gonna have state tax filings as well. And you're also gonna owe state tax on um, the fact that you're, if you are a resident of California as a trustee or the beneficiary slash, um, or you have nexus to the state uh, in terms of property or income. So you're not going to save, you're going to cause yourself confusion. Yeah, you can get around filing a grant or trust form 1041 from a federal standpoint, although there are some uh, compliance requirements. And then you have a mess of state tax issues that you may find yourself trying to navigate. And you're going to say to yourself, you know what, Adam, you're right. This is not worth it. I have to hire an accountant. I have to deal with all this crap. 
It's really not worth it. I would have been better off just setting up an LLC for a few hundred bucks a year, have limited liability protection, know what my fees are, have the consistency and know how the rules will apply to the income and gains I generate in the IRA. So that's my suggestion. Obviously you're free to do what you want. Doing this a while, I'm a tax lawyer, written eight books on self-directed retirement accounts. Um, I know what I'm talking about in this area. Not a lot about other things. You can ask my wife, but in this area, I do know what I'm saying and just be super cautious if you want to set up trust. Now you can do a land trust. If you want to set up an LLC and have a land trust under the LLC for more privacy, yeah, I guess technically you can do it. Again, you're not going to get around California state tax. If you want to do it in another state, just for a little bit more privacy, yeah, technically you can do it. The land trust would be the grantor and the beneficiary. You'd be the trustee, but doing a trust straight through to the IRA, depending on your state, like California or New York, you're not saving any money. You're going to add a lot of aggravation, trust me, to your uh, administration requirements. States like Florida on the flip side could work because there's no state tax, no state returns. It's easy, um, but just be ca careful. If you are dead set on doing a trust, then you should talk to an accountant, to an advisor that could certainly advise you on the state tax rules and requirements for the state in which you will be doing or having operations because each state is different. That's the problem with setting up trusts is it's very state tax specific, unlike an LLC where there's uniformity across states. So there you go. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's episode of Abbots. I know I did. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. If you are listening on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever else you listen to your podcast, thank you as well. Subscribe. Give me a like if you don't mind. And uh, appreciate you guys spending some time with me today. And don't forget to check me out again next week. Take care and have a great rest of your day.